ang hirap rin kasi dyan is that there the there are things around us like media and and so many other things that kind of influences into thinking na, oh if you take medicine you're it's gonna fry your brain you're not gonna be the same person anymore what if i go to therapy and they take away my funny that i always hear that what if i go to therapy and they take away my funny dude i've been in therapy for like 10 years i'm still funny as fuck don't me Welcome to the Seven Dimensions of Wellness, the podcast that helps you reassess your habits and helps you progress. The seven dimensions are as follows: a spiritual, physical, emotional, career, intellectual, environmental, and social. Reassess, progress. This is the Seven Dimensions of Wellness. Thank you for joining us tonight. I'm Jerome Paul. Tonight, we have our first guest. And we are going to talk about the intellectual dimension. Yes, that's right. We're going to talk about misconceptions about common mental illnesses. So our guest for tonight, she is a psych major with over seven years of work experience. She is a mental health advocate and she is also clinically diagnosed with ADHD and OCD. So uh, let's all welcome Una! I like that intro. It's like a badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And since Gam isn't here with us tonight, uh, I hope that, of course, Gam is doing well because he is kind of feeling a little under the weather. We do have another guest who will be guesting for another dimension for another day. She is a former HR manager with over four years of work experience. Let's all welcome Jean. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. So, of course, uh, the spotlight is going to be for Una tonight. And we can speak Tagalog. Okay, like we're going to do this Taglish style since the audience is going to be mostly Filipino. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Una, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, okay. Uh, oh man, that's kind of a loaded question, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, uh, like, uh, like Paul said, uh, I, I'm a psych graduate, and I have a double whammy diagnosis of uh, ADHD and OCD. Uh, the OCD I was diagnosed in 20. 20- 12 so i think it's gonna be like about 10 years now this year of me just uh dealing with that uh the adhd was a recent diagnosis uh and i received that diagnosis uh right before the pandemic oh. in january of 2020 yeah oh it's uh, just recent mm, yeah it's pretty recent um i'm still hindi ko pa siya daano kagamay mm-hmm. as with OCD so you know it's been almost a decade of me dealing with the OCD so I kind of have a better grasp of that uh, with ADHD um, 
it's still kind of fresh. I mean, I've always had it. That's that's the thing about ADHD and, and most of these diagnoses is that you've always had it, but it's just you're now learning how to deal with it. It's like you know, I'm I'm 28, so it's kind of like a lot of unlearning has yet to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, I'm a little bit interested when kasi mm-hmm. uh, ngayon ko lang din alaman that it was just very recent. We actually did mm. this before uh with the podcast. Yeah, we had an episode about, you know, mental health and mental awareness, but that took us four hours long. Okay, and uh, it's difficult to edit. <laughs> it's difficult to edit. Yeah, so I understand. <laughs> we're gonna have to redo the whole thing. There we go. But uh, just to ask, right? What was it like to be clinically diagnosed? Like, how did it come about? In in general, uh, yeah. or just the recent ADHD? In in general, in general. Okay, uh, so this might get a little heavy. So, trigger warning for anybody who's listening um, Thank you. for suicide attempts. So, back when I was in college, uh, it was just, to, to cut the story short, it was a really, uh, really difficult time in my life. Uh, something had happened that, um, you know, I wasn't, able to deal with it very well um and then back then that was a this was like 2011 2012 and this was a time when mental the issue of or or the conversation around mental health wasn't as prevalent as it was today there were still people that you know like you would come up to people and say like oh i think i need to see somebody about this and they'd be like no that's not a thing that's marami pang ganun um so yeah um i was dealing with a lot of stuff and i was just in blatant denial about it uh there wasn't uh very ginga in the first place like there wasn't very much um conversation about the whole topic of mental health um and then it it just came to a point that i i couldn't deal with it anymore and i i tried to i tried to take my own life um three times uh the third attempt that one was the the worst one because that had happened in in public i i i tried to jump off a building in one of the school buildings so it was like this entire uh spectacle and um yeah and then my my my, my school had to call my parents and everything and mm-hmm. before all of this happened i had already asked uh, my family na i think I think I need help and at the time kasi hindi pa nila alam eh, you know so I couldn't really blame them like now they're informed and they're educated uh, but back then it was a situation that it was like no wala yan you know? um 
Yeah, tapos it had to come to that point before, you know, they had to take me to a hospital. They put me on suicide watch. Uh, mm-hmm. I had to be sedated and everything. It was, uh, you know, it was just, wow. Yeah, overwhelming. And, yeah, I don't even think that's the, the word for it. It was just, uh-huh. yeah, uh, but but anyway... That's why I also advocate for mental health and and seeking help. You know, because you don't want it to come to a point na something like that happens to you. Like, oh, I'm lucky. There were like these two girls who tried to stop me from jumping off. They called me out and they tried to, to get me off of the ledge. But what if like that hadn't happened? You know, and there have been cases in in real life where that didn't happen. In in Lasal too, actually, there was a fairly recent, not not fairly recent, like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, somebody, yeah, somebody did that, and they were successful. So um, you don't want it to come to a point that that happens. And that's why uh, I always encourage people, like uh, whoever it is that comes up to me and says, nah, nah, I think I need help. I'm like, you know, you go for it. And I give them the the resources if I can or, or, or whatever help it is that I can, you know, provide. I'm not a professional uh, in the psych field because I work in creatives now, mm-hmm. but but having graduated um, with a psychology degree and having uh, been diagnosed for 10 years already, I do have like a little bit of experience in it, I'd like to say. Um, so, Yun, yeah, that's, that's my story. We, we can dive a little deeper in it if, if you have any more questions. Like, I am... I'm free naman to uh, to talk about it. Kasi I think it's also important to normalize talking about yeah. um, mental illnesses and diagnoses. Kasi the more that we insert that into everyday conversation, you know, the more normalized it is. Like now, ako at work, there would be times na kasi uh, uh, my colleagues they know eh? they know about my diagnosis like there would be times na I would ask for a mental health leave and then and then they'd know so parang 10 years ago that wasn't a no eh? hindi yun that wasn't a thing diba so parang now na since then the conversation has increased more and more it's becoming more and more normalized it's becoming uh, like, hindi na siya parang oh that person has a diagnosis parang no it's just a, it's just a thing you know una has this or this person has this and then they're fine so I know yeah I I gotcha dude I just really want to say thank you for sharing your story because that was really you know something else uh I guess one of my takeaway was looking back like as you've said that became your calling to become an advocate 
you know like to to be that person uh, to be that person someone's rock na pwede nilang puntahan and you know that's that's really something and special honestly I do what I can <laughs> oh yeah parang yun lang you know kasi I was diagnosed with depression also back then. Eh. Um, uh, I'm, re- I I don't want to say recovered, but I'm managing it uh, really well. I, I don't. Uh, it's not under my official diagnosis na on paper. Because on paper it's just it's OCD and ADHD. So my my doctor and I, we kind of hit a milestone. He was like, I don't think you're clinically depressed anymore. Aww. Or at least you're managing it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but back then, it was, it was such a horrible, horrible experience having depression. And I just, the thought of anybody else going through something like that and and not having anybody you know to, to talk to about it or feeling hopeless i mean if there's just like at least one person na i can help make feel better and help make them feel like you know you're not alone it's going to be okay like i'm here i'm alive i went through it it's been 10 years so so congrats to you Thank you. <laughs> we live for another day. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's... Did you experience that una na parang you there are actual voices that are telling you like hey no. Uh, uh that's ano kasi that's that's schizophrenia na. Oh. Um when you hear like actual voices with with my experience Uh, there's this thing that they say about, you know, people who take their own lives or try to, na parang, it's not because, you know, they're weak or anything. It's just that they can't find any other way for whatever it is that they're feeling. They can't find a way for that to stop. And that's exactly what I was feeling back then. Like, it was at the height of my OCD. Um, I just, I had no idea how to deal with it anymore. And I just felt so alone in it. I, it was just, it was just me and this monster in my head and it wouldn't leave. And I couldn't think of any other way to get rid of it than to do that mm-hmm. and that's that's you know but just one day I, I remember uh, when it happened just so vividly like I was in I was in class pa yung class global development and I just I asked my prof like can I go to the bathroom and then and then I just up and left and And I went for the closest ledge, and I was like, "Well, you know what? I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. It's just, you know, like we're gonna make a spectacle, but, but you know, if we do, we're not gonna be alive to, 
to see it anyway, so who the fuck cares, right? Sorry, I can cut that out. Yeah, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. Kuna <laughs> may itanong ako. So, aside from your medications and therapy and all that, yeah. like, how did you bounce back from that experience? Yeah, like, oh, how hey, did that's... it affect your lifestyle and all? Yeah. Uh-oh. That's that's a really great question. Um, what really helped was having a solid support system. Like I, I really don't think it would have been enough to just have the medication and have the therapy. Because you know your therapy after an hour. That's done, right? You, you leave the, of course, like you have to like reflect on all of these things. But you know, you're just in that office for an hour. Your medication can only do so much, also. But it was the people around me, talaga, like my family, especially my mom. Grabe, my mom was so patient with me. Like she just, she dealt with so much. Talagang. You know the thought of losing your daughter, diba? Of course, that that shakes you. Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> but yeah, talagang nag-research ka, and she she wouldn't leave me alone. Talagang binabantayan niya ako. I took a leave from school for like a month, uh, to to recover from that. And even when I went back to school for a month, like, sinasamahan niya ako, like, on the bus, like, and then she would wait sa, sa taf, you know, she'd, she'd stay at a Starbucks or something yeah. and just stay there until, you know, and then samahan niya ako pa she would encourage me to talk about, like, what I was feeling or, uh, you know, just, just stuff like that. Like, I really, I... I don't have enough words. You know, I'm just so thankful for my mom and everybody else who was there to to support me, who you know researched about it, wanted to learn about it, asked asked me now how how can I help you? Teach me how. So, I don't. I think that's very important in the recovery process is to have people around you na can support you like that but at the same time i know that not everybody has that luxury eh. so diba parang ako maswerte ako pero not everybody is going to have that luxury talaga but that doesn't mean that it's hopeless friends i just want to remind people listening that that doesn't mean that it's hopeless you know you can find people and you can find um loved ones who will support you throughout it and if not it's not don't give up talaga kasi mm-hmm. ako yung story ko it's not the only story of suicide survival eh. there are people na talagang walang pamilya walang kahit ano and they survived it also mm-hmm. so it's not it's not hopeless Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if, if you don't mind me asking, then no, because, sure, there are some people who are listening to us who don't know the idea. Like, 
gusto din nilang magpa-diagnose, gusto din nilang magpa-therapy and all that. Pero like, they don't know how do it. And um, like, ano yung mga initial steps to do that? Like, diba? Like, um, paano yung, kung kunyari ako, ano yung dapat kong unang gawin? And ano yung mga initial experiences mo from the first time? Because I, I'm webbing it from um, your yeah. word office. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, ano, yung, ano yung naging, ano mo, um, ano yung naging experience mo from the first time that you stepped into that office? And like, what are your expectations? And then, okay, na-meet yeah. ba yun? Yeah. Okay. Ito, uh, and this is really important. Um, when you first... Uh, wait lang, teka. I'm gonna try to... What do I answer first? <laughs> Parang ang dami. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> teka. Sige. Um, ako, yung first ano muna uh, na inano ni Jean, uh, the first thing that Jean brought up, uh, the first steps that you should take is to find a community. Usually people say research, but that's so broad kasi, di ba? Parang how do you know if what you're looking up is the right thing? It's it's hard. So the first step that I would really recommend is finding a community. Um, in this day and age, it's not as hard as it would have been. Facebook talaga. Uh, and other social media platforms. Um, yung, when I got uh, my ADHD diagnosis, uh, I found this group on Facebook na ADHD uh, Philippines. So groups like that, uh, where everybody shares, you know, their experiences, how they go about things, where people also ask those same questions like, like what if I want to get diagnosed or I don't know if I have a, uh, if I have something, what's the first thing that I have to do? And and people are just very supportive uh, in these spaces, I've found so far. <laughs> uh, uh, so the first step, would be to either find a community or find somebody uh, who experiences something similar who can kind of walk you through it. Pero uh, yun, yeah. Yeah, that would be the first. Um, regarding dun sa question ni Jean about the experience in the in the the office <laughs> the the therapist's office the thing about uh therapy and and psychiatry ito pala muna first uh, there is a distinction between a psychiatrist and the psychologist so before we dive in i, I want to clear that up because it's not common knowledge so diba, when people think about therapy they or, or the word psychiatrist, they think about like, you know, like a long chair and then higahadon and then there's like a there's a person, there's a therapist who's yeah. like listening to you talk, right? So that is not psychiatry. That's 
psychology. That's a psychologist. So that's when you like deal with your emotions, your feelings, your issues. You kind of talk it out. Uh, and then there, uh, in a nutshell, that's it. <laughs> Obviously, it's it's much broader than that. That's psychology. That's psychologist. That's a psychologist. Yung psychiatrist, they're um, some more medical side of things. So they're the ones who they they're the ones who give you the diagnosis. They're the ones who administer the medication. Uh, they're the ones who try to figure out now okay, what it is that you you have. Um, this this needs to be cleared out. And the reason I'm clearing this out is because when people try to seek help, they go to a psychiatrist and then they expect it to be that long chair nga where you know nakahigaha tapos kinukuwento mo yung life mo. But no, the psychiatrist well, they can do that. But in my experience here in the Philippines, hindi siya ano eh. Um, how do I say? <laughs> hindi siya medyo disappointing siya yung uh, psychiatrist trying to act also as a therapist. My very first um, experience with the first psychiatrist I ever uh, met, hindi ko rin alam yung distinction between the two. I was fully expecting you know, like, I'm gonna talk about my life and my issues and everything, but all all they did was just nod at everything I say, like, ah, okay, ah, ganun. And then after, like, 15 minutes, they were like, okay, here's your medication, I'll see you next week. And I was like, wow, what the hell? Parang, ito ba yun? Is this, is this, is this supposed to be it? And uh, unfortunately, the reality is maraming ganyan sa Philippines. It's, it's very hard to find uh, the right doctor for you. I always say na uh, psychiatrists and also psychologists, they're kind of like teachers or professors. There are a lot of them, but they're not always going to be great. Diba? Meron ko mga prof na parang King inanong ginagawa mo nagbabasa sa PowerPoint. Yeah. Diba? But then there are also these profs na you meet them and like, whoa, your life is just like, oh shit. So it it might take a couple of tries. Ako, it took me like, I think three, four tries before I actually found the right one. I've been to probably like three psychiatrists on the third one that's when i made uh the shift kasi uh in college from my previous course which was organizational communication to ab psychology and then that's when i found out about the difference that distinction between psychiatrists and psychologists so i was like shit kaya pala kaya pala they just nodded everything i say and you know that they they barely acknowledge yeah. like say i'm i'm at the wrong place so that's when i i decided to let's look for a therapist let's look for a psychologist 
Tapos, after, I think, this was like 2015, so I think around three, two, three years after um, my initial diagnosis, doon lang ako nahanap ng right therapist for me and also the right psychiatrist. Uh, yeah. Ayun, it's, it's just, it's, if you don't get it the first try, ito kasi yung kinakatakot ko when people try out therapy and psychiatrists for the first time. Eh. Uh, during your first visit kasi baka you might get disappointed. Eh. Parang, but it, it, the thing is talagang, it will, it might take a while before you find a psychiatrist or a therapist that's right for you. There are other people that are lucky na they get it the first try, pero others like me, you know, four times. Yeah. Uh, pero don't, uh, keep looking. If you, you're in a position to be privileged enough to, to keep looking and, and, and check out your other options, by all means, go. Kasi, yun, ayun. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I do remember having that same conversation with one of my professors, like what's the difference between psychologists and a psychiatrist? And hearing your experience like solidifies like the importance of it. Because mm-hmm. and then they'll just nod like as someone, okay, who had experienced it, like you, Una, you thought na parang, oh okay, this person understands me. We're in reality, like you know, it's Mm-mm-mm-mm. it's not really that wholesome. Mm-hmm. Open term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It was terrible. My first experience with a psychiatrist, like, dude, shit, it was terrible. And I felt very patronized. Parang, you know, I was out here, like, like pouring my heart out to this stranger. Because I was like, oh, I don't know anyone. I've always wanted therapy. I'm finally getting it. And I'm, I'm like telling her all of my, you know, that ko. And she's like, ah, okay. Ah, you could tell na, that she wasn't even listening. I also had a psychiatrist before na literally would be texting while I was talking. And it was just very, very disrespectful. Uh... And I put up with that for a while, cause I think I think that guy was like my second or my third, and I put up with it, cause parang sabi ko na, eh, siguro ganto sila lahat. But no, if you find yourself in a situation like that, no, they're not all like that. Talagang if it's not working out for you, just look for another one. And ito rin pala, take note, you don't have to say goodbye to them. <laughs> Your psychiatrist is like uh treat them as any other doctor. Diba? Pag kunwari magpapa-check up ka tapos hindi ka satisfied, hindi mo naman sabihin na, doc, di ko trip yung sinabi mo sa akin magsi-second opinion ako, diba? You just look for a second opinion. <laughs> so, meron kasi ako mga ibang uh, friends who also uh, go to psychiatrists and therapists na parang yun yung problem nila. They can't quote-unquote break up 
with their psychiatrist. But no, you don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to. Unless, like, it's in some sort of contract now. These are the number of sessions that you have to attend. Then you don't, you were under no obligation to formally, quote-unquote, break up with your psychiatrist. <laughs> so, ayun, just a... Uh, Life hacks. <laughs> <laughs> Not having that life hack. Thank you. Thank you, Una. You know, um, well, with all the the things that we've already talked about, like it's really fruitful. Because we already talked about your experience before and after being diagnosed with uh, ADHD and OCD. Uh, you giving us uh, the importance of distinguishing a psychologist and a psychiatrist. Thank you very much. Thank you. And a little bit of uh, stories from your therapy. And yeah, that was bad experience and all. Um, <laughs> and all. So I just really want to uh, go back, right, with mm. the uh, topic of like misconceptions. Because mm. you did mention earlier that some, not all, some of the people in your life uh, treated uh, your mental illnesses as yeah. wala lang, right? Like, oh, it's just yeah, all yeah. in your head. Like, eh, lilipas lang din yan and all. So, <laughs> as you have emphasized earlier, um, 10 years ago, it was a completely different timeline. But now, everything is, uh, you know, accessible. Everyone is well-informed compared, you know, 10 years ago. Uh, what can you say about this misconception about you know mental illnesses na you're just being crazy or pag-inarte mo lang yan yeah um, I mentioned this in our last uh, session or conversation yeah like, uh, but kasi the thing about the brain is just like you know any other organ of your body it can get sick too that doesn't mean that anything's you know wrong with you it's just it's just how it is you know your heart can get sick there are people who take maintenance medication for their heart for their liver or, or their diabetes, diba? You don't tell somebody with a heart disease, now, oh, it's all in your head. It's not, <laughs> yeah. diba? You, you, diba? They take treatment for that. So, just as a person with, with, like, diabetes or any other condition, they would seek treatment for whatever it is they have. It's the same thing with, uh, with with mental illnesses because your brain is an organ and what really helps me also like I, I get in like a really bad episode of, of you know my OCD yeah. it, it really helps me when I remind myself nah this is just a chemical imbalance in your brain because that's what mental illness is eh? most of the time. It's a chemical imbalance in your brain. Na, ako, for example, uh, people with OCD or depression, they don't produce the right amount of serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin compared to the average non-depressed or quote-unquote normal person. So what do you do about that? Diba? What if, like, let's say, like you're born like that or 
or yun nga, you're you're dealing with that. Hindi mo pwedeng magic in yun eh. You can't will yourself to get that right balance of chemicals in your brain, diba? You need medicine for that. You need therapy for that to manage it. It's not as simple as you know, my biggest pet peeve na unfortunately until now, you know, people especially older people. Mm-hmm. They say things like parang, you know, just go for a walk, go outside, mag exercise ka. And parang you know, if it was as easy as that, I would have done it already. Yes. Yun talaga. Yun talaga. people should just stop thinking about it. If it were that easy na I could just tell myself don't think about it, it's all in your head, then why would I be going through all of this? Diba? It, it, it doesn't mean, uh, and it doesn't mean that I'm weak, or, or I'm, I'm, you know, like, I'm a pussy, or whatever, yeah. I'm not strong enough. It just means that, it simply means I don't have enough serotonin, and dopamine and oxytocin in my brain. And if you can't produce your own, store-bought is fine. You can, you can buy it. <laughs> you know? You can buy it. There's, there's mercury drug. <laughs> and, um, ayon, ayon. Um, so it's not, it's not a bad thing. Kasi, yun nga, ang hirap rin kasi dyan, is that there, the, there are things around us like media and and so many other things that kind of influence us into thinking oh if you take medicine you're it's gonna fry your brain you're not gonna be the same person anymore what if i go to therapy and they take away my funny that i always hear that what if i go to therapy and they take away my funny dude i've been in therapy for like 10 years i'm still funny as fuck don't me like, <laughs> oh my god! But 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 yeah, it's not. Um, it it helps you. Parang parang yun nga yun nga. Kung kung somebody with a heart condition gets to breathe easier if they literally breathe easier if they take medication for their heart condition, it's the same thing with with your medicine eh. Uh, and ito nang pala, uh, for anyone listening in who's considering um, taking medication, different medicines work for different people. Remember that. Kasi, uh, it's, it's always like a trial and error process rin eh. Kasi ako, I remember there there was this particular medicine, I forget the name, it didn't work for me. Talagang, yung side effects lang, I, I would just be so drowsy and class, talagang, and I would still be really sad. Parang walang nangyari. And it just made me, like, lose a lot of weight. Walang nangyari at all. But, this medication worked for my friend, like, really well. So, if you, papara rin siyang, ano eh, you know, there are people like who, who are in birth control, ba? Or, uh, na ganun din. It, it works different. Like, one particular medicine can work well for you, but it might not work 
for another person. So, ganun rin, if you find yourself in a situation na uh, you've been prescribed medication na parang you feel it's not working for you, nothing nothing's happening, or parang lumalala lang, you always talk to your doctor about it, your psychiatrist about it. Uh, and if they're not listening to you, then they're not the right psychiatrist. Second opinion. Ayun. I agree. Thank you. Thank you so much, Huna. Like, that was a lot. So, um, you know, we're, we're already, like, running out of time because, you know, you won't be with us for, for too long for tonight. So, uh, <laughs> I just really want to say <laughs> thank you uh, for all of the inputs that you have uh, with us. You know, we always love you to have in the podcast. Again, this is not your first time with us. <laughs> so, we already <laughs> did this before. So, um, is there anything that you would like to add or you would like to tell our runners as their main takeaway for this episode? If you find yourself in a position that you think you're not okay or you know you have that feeling in your gut na me something me something don't ignore it because you don't want to come to a point na sad to say na it was like me you know you don't want it to come to a point na you're on the edge of a building about to jump the earlier it is that you can get help the better and the more time that you have to to deal with it in a healthy way so yeah, um, what else do I have to say? I, I would leave my social sana, but... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But if, if anybody has any um, questions, I guess, uh, you can, you can uh, reach me on my Instagram. It's Tuna Babes. Uh, so Tuna as in Century Tuna and Babes as in babes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I- i'm on private but you can send me a dm request mm-hmm. uh if you'd like to, to talk about uh, you want to talk about it more uh or if you'd like any resources on on mental health uh or or perhaps like a list of, of facilities and services that you can acquire of in the philippines uh, I do have some recommendations, so you can reach me out for that if you'd like. Yes. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Una. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, runners, for listening to this first episode of the Seven Dimensions of Wellness. Uh, we will be right back with you next week for the career dimension. Yes, we will be highlighting Jean's experience on the next episode. So uh, watch out for that. Thank you. Thank you. But as for this episode, uh, the why and the reason for us having this intellectual conversation is to maintain our curiosity and expand our knowledge. So thank you, Una. Thank you, Jean, for uh, co-hosting with me. And uh, you guys have a great night. Have a great mm-hmm. night. Thank you. Have a great, Thank you. Have a great night. <laughs> Bye. 
And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to support the podcast, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Runaway Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, run away with Runaway Podcast.